welcome to Couple of Idiots, your daily episode-by-episode podcast where we cover the television show Supernatural. I am your host, Dan, and with me, as always, is his wife, Penny. Oh my God, we just did a clean start. No dog barks or anything. The last week has been hell trying to get that opening out the door. This is true. That's amazing. It's almost like I made a deal with someone that <laughs> superpowers, Ooh. which is going to tie into today's theme. But before I get to that, how are you doing today? I'm kind of tired right now, but other than that, I'm good. Beautiful weather out. Yeah, can't beat this weather. The skies are still hazy, so I don't know when in the future you are. But as of right now, California is still on fire. I think the whole West Coast is on fire. I know parts of Oregon are, too. Yeah, I think it's like the whole coast. Plus, there's stuff in the Midwest, like South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota. Like They have their own wildfires as well. It's nuts. But I guess it happens every time this every year this time of the season. I don't know why we're surprised. Because they're actually coming sooner. Uh, the fire season is lasting longer and all that fun stuff. Blah, blah, blah. All right, so let's get to Crossroad Blues. Dan does not believe in global warming, but I do. Or global climate change, I should say. Oh, I do believe that the climates are changing. No doubt about it. Okay, so Crossroad Blues. Uh, once again, I'll go through it, and then you kind of fill in what I miss. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Uh, we come in, uh, episode starts, and we see some dude playing the blues. There's a growling monster. They're like on a in a building, I think, or on a it, stoop. It looked like. Well, no, they're in a building. It looked like th- I put that was an old timey bar. That's kind of what it looked like okay, to me. Yeah, yeah. He was on a stage playing the blues. Well, there's a growling monster running around outside, uh, like barking and trying to get in. The guy then runs outside, he drops his guitar and takes off running. Then it goes back, this is all a very confusing opening, because it goes back, cuts back to the monster then attacking that house or that building again. But then people break into it. It's not a monster or a dog or anything. It's people, and then they see a guy on the ground who looks like he's hallucinating. Well, you forgot to mention that he was the only one who could hear this dog or whatever it was, because everyone else was looking at him like they didn't understand what he was looking at or hearing. And then we saw these shadows on the outside whiz by the window, so it did look like some sort of large, big creature was out there. And yes, he does run from this. Um, I don't think he went to, ran back to the same building. I think it was a different building. Um, but yeah, you heard the pounding of the door, and I assumed it was the monster too, but no, people broke in, they find this man on the floor, um, and it looks like he was possibly dying, having a stroke and or something. (laughs) We go to that logo, (coughs) the fire logo that they're doing this season. Come back from that, Sam and Dean are at a diner, and we learn that Dean is now in the FBI database, um, for their uh, for the last episode they had a run-in with the police uh someone reported a black dog though and a guy jumped out the window sam and dean discussed the lore of black dogs and then the boys go and interview some dude uh claims to be writing they claim to be writing a tribute about the guy that jumped out the window 
Yes, they were talking to this man's partner, apparently. Um, about 10 years ago, this man just became a genius architect, designing all these wonderful buildings. And before that, he had absolutely no talent. So that kind of piqued Sam and Dean's interest. Um, and they're like, hmm, that's odd. But apparently this man um, committed suicide, jumped off a building. And his partner's like, hey, I've never seen anything like it. This guy goes from no talent to being the best architect on the planet. Dean got a record then in the, from the town of every black dog attack or sighting or anything mentioned in the police report about it. Uh, then next thing, next thing we see is Sam and Dean, they are pretending to be animal control and they go to a doctor's house. Yes. And this doctor too, we find out was an overnight success. Right. Uh, she wasn't there. Her maid said she was packed up and left a couple days ago. Um, but about 10 years ago, she became very successful and, um, apparently she became a, a very young, I can't remember she, what kind of surgeon she was, brain surgeon, whatever. I, I didn't so this doctor lady, that's Miss Perlman? Yes, I believe okay. so. Okay. All right. Um, and while they're there, Dean finds a photo of this woman and some friends of hers and the picture, it says Lloyd's Bar, 1996. And... Did the other guy's partner mention this bar? Because I think he did. Um, no, I don't know how they tied it in before. I was going to ask you. I'm pretty sure did he did. Did they see a photo before? What, no, they didn't see How did they get tipped off about this Lloyd's Bar before? Because, yeah, after they see this photo, they're like, oh, we got to go to Lloyd's Bar. Right. But before they head to Lloyd's Bar, though, then we see Miss Pearlman. She's locked herself inside of a hotel room like she's all paranoid. And a guy comes to the door for rent. And then, like, he's got, he looks like a demon face. Yeah, she saw, when she looked, she went back to purse to get money because he said he either need to vacate the room or pay for another night. And when she comes back to give him the money, yeah, his face was all distorted and, and he yeah, had creepy eyes. Yeah, like a bad acid trip. <laughs> Very bad acid trip. Um, and then she just slams the door. So, uh, so they go to Lloyd's. Um, they, they look at the weeds that are outside of Lloyd's and realize that they're a part of a summoning ritual. I guess someone dropped some seeds from a past <laughs> summoning ritual so that there was weeds growing. Yes. And it's also at a crossroads, so then they just grab their shovel and dig up voodoo stuff right from the center of it. <laughs> yes, I have salmonated at Lloyd's on crossroads. The flowers were yarrow flowers, um, and they were in the middle of the weeds, which they thought were odd. Uh, but Sam did mention that they were used for summoning rituals. Then they grab a shovel, and they dig up. The, they figure about the center of the crossroads and dig it up. And sure enough, they find this tin. Um, it has a photo of someone. It has some graveyard dirt and cat bones. Which I guess are the ingredients you need for summoning a demon. I don't know. I've never done one. So right away, Sam and Dean... Um make the assumption that they uh that these folks have made deals with a demon and that now they're being hunted by hellhounds yep and then we switch back to miss pearlman and we see something invisible attacking and pulling her clothes off yeah first her you know something's at her door and then it leaves and then something and we can't see anything it's just something breaks through the window she's screaming her her pants get ripped and it looks like she gets drugged somewhere but that's the last we see of her. 
Then in a flashback, we go back to that blues singer. Uh, he's in a flashback. He's standing in the middle of the night at the crossroads. There's some chick there whose eyes flash red. And then he makes a deal with her. He says, I want to play guitar. They kiss on it. And then I assume that he's now an overnight success guitar player. Yes, and they used a real person. Robert Johnson is his character. And if you read up the history in Robert Johnson, he had a very short but successful musical career. They called him one of the best blues players ever. And he died a very mysterious death. So, of course, there are legends that he went to the crossroads and sold his soul to the devil to make him a very successful guitar player. Whether that's true or not, we don't know. All right. So this part I'm a bit confused on. Dean has a picture of George Darrow. Who's George Darrow again? He is the person who originally summoned that demon in current day. Well, in 1996, I should say. And how do they know that he did it originally? Because his picture is in it. You need to have a photo of yourself, the other ingredients to summon oh, this oh, demon. Oh, 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 I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay, so then that's what I miss while writing notes. I miss the fact that his picture was in the crossroads box. Okay. So they go to George Jarrow's house and ask if uh, he's seen a hellhound lately. And, uh, but I, I forget if he says yes or no, but he has some goofer dust. Yes. In a, uh, in a, sack that he gives to dean for protection and uh, tells sam and dean that they have five minutes to talk to him yeah and goofer dust is something that's used in hoodoo um which is a i think it's an offshoot of voodoo i'm not really sure it's very popular in the south um especially louisiana that area in this in the states but allegedly it's goofer dust is to keep demons out and so i'm thinking he's assuming it's going to keep the hellhounds out too yeah, he admits to the boys that he did call the demon, and uh, he asked for the wrong thing. He said, yeah, I was really good at it, but I wasn't famous, so that sucks. Yeah, he asked for talent, but not fame, so he was a very, very good painter, but unfortunately no one purchased his paintings. So. And then the, after he made the deal with that demon, then it stuck around and uh, made deals with other folks that were hanging out at the bar. So that's how the, all, everyone else became overnight successes. Yeah, he, he felt... Which we already knew. Right. Well, he felt bad for it because he says, if I hadn't summoned those de that demon there, no one else, w she would not have been there to make the deal with anyone else. Um, as far as he knows, there are four people that made deals. It was him, of course, the two people that were already dead. And then he tells him about another person, Evan Hudson. Yeah. And then uh, he basically kicks Sam and Dean out and he goes back to painting. Uh, we go and we see Evan now, and he's nervous looking out the window. Um, his wife has a ghoul face on her. <laughs> well, no, first she walks in and says, oh, what's going on? He's, oh, never mind, I thought I heard something outside. Well, you know, of course, the hellhounds are after him, so he heard it. And he has was kind of sending her away for the weekend because I'm assuming he didn't want her to be there when the hellhounds come and drug him out. So it looks like she's going to visit, I think he said her sister, mother, something like that anyway. But yes, before she leaves, he looks at her and she also, and she's got this twisty old demon looking face. So Sam and Dean show up. Evan is freaked out at this point. Uh, the boys track him down in the house. He's like hi trying to hide in his own house. And they, t they tell him like, yo, we know that you made a deal. 
And then what Evan asked for was his wife. I was wondering, though, where, I mean, the other guy, he asked to be really good at guitar but not famous. So, like, did he ask for a wife, but, like, she was frigid and never put out? Like, where, where did they all have backhanded curses to him or something? Honey, he went on to explain that his wife was dying of cancer. Oh, just it. And then he made the deal with the demon that he would... That yeah, but for his own life. But, like, What do you I mean for know. his own life? Whose own life? His life. Evan's. That Evan traded his life for his wife's, right? Right, traded his life for his wife to be cured of this cancer. Yeah, that's what I said. But was there some sort of trick to it? No, there wasn't a trick to it. Because like that other guy, I thought there'd be a trick to him all. Because that other guy, there was a trick to his. He was good at guitar, but not famous. No, Robert Johnson was very famous for his guitar playing. No, I'm talking about the other guy, George Darrow's. He wasn't a guitarist. He was a painter. How high are you when we're doing this recording? <laughs> for the love of God. He was a painter, remember? Because he asked for talent. That's what he got. He got talent. He became a great painter. Unfortunately... He did not become a famous great painter. Okay, then I had painting, the painting guy confused with the blues guy. Oh. But he still got tricked, right? Not really. He got what he asked for. He asked for talent. That's exactly what he got. Robert Johnson asked for, for talent. He wanted to be the, the best blues player out there, or the most, I don't know if he said the most famous blues player, but anyway, he got what he wanted. The doctor... Wanted to become the best surgeon out there. The other guy wanted to be the best architect out there. They all got exactly what they asked for. That's why when you make a deal with a crossroads demon, you have to be very What did the doctor trade? <laughs> Obviously, they all have to trade their lives. They get 10 years. Then the hellhounds come to collect their... They can their trade someone else's life. No, they can't. Honey, yes, they can, because you just said that this Evan guy traded his own life for his wife's. Yes, they can, if that's what they... <laughs> you just said no, Shut up, can. shut up. What I said was, you don't have to do that. You don't have to say, the surgeon wanted to be a great surgeon. That's what she got. She got 10 years to be a great surgeon. The other guy wanted to be a great architect. That's what he wanted. He did not have to... Okay, so for the surgeon, the trick was it was only 10 years. It's always only 10 years. Did you not notice that the, okay. the hellhounds came to collect after 10 years on all of them? That's what you get when you, you make a deal with a crossroads demon. You know? these, are, these microphones are on. Do you not know the rules? Jesus. Apparently we all now are very clear on the rules. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm just skipping ahead in my notes because you just explained everything that I had wrote down. <laughs> I don't know why you don't think that I didn't have this. Well, <laughs> well, anyway, while Sam and a Dean... A female are, demon shows up and she knows Dean. That's what <laughs> I got next. While Sam and Dean are Evans, Dean decides... <gasps> Harley. Dean decides... <laughs> oh, now Harley wants attention. Dean decides he's going to go to the crossroads and summon the demon while Sam stays behind and protects Evan... Dean is going to try and get Evan out of this contract. So that's then when he goes to the crossroads, summons the demon, and that's when she appears. Dean takes her to his car. Sam and Evan are putting goof dust around them. 
Yeah, Sam's putting gopher dust around um, like the doors and windowsills and then puts a circle around Evan. And the demon noticed that Dean had drawn a devil's trap under the Impala, so it doesn't trick her. She does not get in. Dean offers himself to the demon, and the demon says, oh, like father, like son. And so that confirms that John traded his life for Dean's. She says, yes, that she can give him 10 years. He can bring back John. He can live a long, healthy life. Dean gets 10 years for them to be, you know, together. And it looks like he might be considering it. Back with Sam and Evan, hellhounds are at their door, barking and scratching and being angry. <laughs> the, uh, the demon threatens Dean and uh, goes about rubbing it in about John and... Uh, how Dean blames himself for what happened. Like, she's being a real jerk. Yeah, um, she is. She's like, oh, you should see your dad. You know, you hear about hell, but who hell is really hell, and he's being tortured. Yeah, she walks off, and Dean yells, stop. Uh, back with the, uh, Sam and Evan, uh, the hellhound comes through the vent in the wall. Through the vent in the wall, and of course, there's wind blowing, so the circle around, of goofer dust around them breaks, so... He, uh, Evan and Sam bolt out of the room and lock themselves in another room. Back with Dean and the demon. Uh, Dean asks the demon if, if, he, if John was brought back, if uh, he'd live for 10 years and they'd be together. Uh, while getting her chatting up, Dean basically tricks her into wandering underneath the trap. Yeah, he had, he had drawn another devil's trap. It looked like it was above them, so I don't know if it what was above them, but you know she looks up, oh, she's stuck. So what he's going to ask her is to release Evan, um, otherwise she, he is going to exercise her. The hellhound's getting really close to Evan. Yeah. And uh, Dean then starts an enchantment, the wind's blowing everywhere. Demon says, wait, and everything stops. She releases Evan from his contract, Dean threatens the demon even more, acting like he's not going to let her out and actually exercise her still. But then he lets her out of the trap. He pulls down a board. Demon says, John's in a shitty place and uh, goes into a puff of smoke out of the chick's mouth. The girl wakes up and uh, next thing we see is, I think they're driving, Dean is talking to Sam about their dad. Sam says that they have to keep going. And Sam asks if he considered the deal. And Dean didn't reply to that. I think he turned the radio on or something. Yeah, he turned the radio on. Because Dean was upset. You know, why did, why did Dad do that? You know, his life was getting back at this demon. And he ends up, the yellow-eyed demon, ends up making a deal with him. So, of course, Dean felt guilty about that. He always said, I thought Dad would go out swinging. And Sam's like, you know, we're both alive. We're here to carry on Dad's legacy. We're, we're saving people. We're getting rid of these evil things. But, yeah, when Sam asked him if he really considered making that deal, Dean did not answer him. And end of episode. But then we got Yeah, then they showed a bunch of clips. I felt like it was the end of 2001. I was like, what the F is going on? All of a sudden they just played a whole bunch of clips of stuff I haven't seen before. Right. Because this is, well, this isn't even halfway through the season, but um, they were showing clips of 
upcoming episodes, several upcoming episodes, and kind of where the story arc was going from there. That's odd. Like, do they feel like they had to tease the audience along? Possibly, because other than, you know, talking about John and the Yellow Eyed Demon and making that deal to save Dean, they really haven't talked about it for a couple episodes. I mean, the last one was Simon said when when uh, they found those twins that were were visited by the demon when they were babies as well. Um, so the preview is very heavy on, on that subject and the potential of other young people out there Sam's age that might possibly have some sort of ability. Yeah, and then the very last clip they had the was the longest and it shows Dean is gonna tell Sam what John said before he died. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out what that was. We'll, uh, anything else from this episode? No, not really. Um look up Robert Johnson. Like I said, they he did have a short career. Um yeah, and like I, we talked about briefly yesterday, we really should have looked this up to research it. This whole crossroads thing, like uh, there's all sorts of voodoo thing to bring ghosts and spirits to crossroads, right? Well, it's mainly, I've only heard of crossroads demons. Okay. I mean, that's something I have heard of before. All right. So it's just demon. I based. believe so, yes. You make, you know, is that no way? Crossroads Dracula's? No. That way you can, you know, you, yeah, summon a crossroads demon, make a deal, have a wonderful however long they give you, and then you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like a good idea. No, you know, short-term gain for an affinity and being tortured in hell, that just doesn't seem like it's worth it. No, kids, stay away from that. Stay away from your uh, demon deals. <laughs> and that's just and good advice. Drink your oval team. <laughs> <laughs> all right neato i guess if that's all we got to say about this what's the next episode the next episode uh episode nine from season two is called croatoan if you don't know what that word means look up uh does it have to do with the volcano no what it has to what volcano no what it has well, to I'm do i'm thinking of krakatoa <laughs> what it has to do with that was that lost um, I don't say tribe. The pilgrims of Roanoke, Virginia in the 1600s, the entire colony that disappeared, it has to do with that. Oh, I love that story. Because one person went back to England to get more supplies, comes back three years later, the entire colony is gone. Only thing they find is on a tree, someone wrote the word Croatoan on it. There are different ideas of what that means, and we'll discuss that a little bit more tomorrow. All right. After review good. tomorrow's episode. Uh, so we got a website, coupleofidgets.com, and you can check out all the episodes there. I added the uh, discuss boards to it, so you can leave a comment on episodes now at our website. That's cool. I don't know if anyone's actually done it yet, but I, I added it yesterday. Um, so come on over and leave some thumbs up and some hearts and some uh, messages. It's powered by ads right now, though. I'm too cheap to pay for the uh, real version without ads, so... We'll see if anyone uses it first. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully they will. Our Facebook group, Armchair Hunters. And then, of course, you can find us on all of the streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, 